Good morning, everybody. Um, welcome back to Pain Relief Path, and this is another episode of Wednesday Walk and Talk. My name is Dr. Pan Zhang, and this week I wanted to talk about what happens if it doesn't work. And I think you all know what I mean by this. You have, if you've been in chronic pain for a long time, you have tried a lot of things right? A lot of doctors, a lot of treatments, a lot of uh, just remedies that maybe your neighbor said her friend got help with. And now you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, does this coaching thing actually work? Well, have you ever actually sat down to answer that question? Let's say you try something new and it doesn't work. Where does that put you? Most likely, new things, new treatments are not going to make you worse, especially if they are new treatments that require you to make uh, positive life changes. For instance, um, eating better or journaling or doing breathing or mindfulness type activities. The most common thing that I here, the most common question I get is, well, what if it doesn't work? Or I've tried that before and it didn't work. And when we talk about, okay, what does trying mean to you? And people usually say, well, you know, I did it for a couple of days or a month and it just didn't take my pain away. Well, here's the deal. A lot of these treatments or a lot of these techniques, especially lifestyle changes, mindfulness-based techniques, they're not, each individual one is not designed to quote-unquote take your pain away. What they are designed to do, though, is to help you live a more meaningful, rich life, and yes, even with your chronic pain. However, this is what I will say. When you can live a life that you are more mindful in, you find more meaning and joy in, and you just, your body and your soul feels better, that alarm system, that pain is, we've talked about this before, quiets down slowly. So unfortunately, there is not one breathing technique that will magically cure your chronic pain. It's just, it doesn't work like that nor is journaling by itself going to be the thing that cures your chronic pain. It simply doesn't work like that because remember, pain is a biological, psychological, and sociological issue, which means pain is a combination of your body, your mind, and the stories that you tell yourself. And that's really important to remember. A lot of the things that we do to try to help with chronic pain are things such as um, only mind things or only body things. So if you just do one of those things, that's not going to help you. And let's say, you know, you pick up a new tip and say like, oh, I just need to rewrite my story. But that's not helping with your chronic pain. And why is that? Because you're only addressing one part of your pain picture. So let's go back to the original question. What if this doesn't work? So sit with that question for a little bit. And I want you to really see 
you what comes up. What if this doesn't work? What if this new journaling technique doesn't work? What is the worst that can happen? Now, for some of you, especially this definitely revolves around journaling. For some of you, if you try journaling that doesn't magically take your pain away, and it won't, what it will do though, is open your eyes to some of the inner thoughts that you have. And that can be a very scary thing. And that is why a lot of people know that if they go into doing some journaling, that there's going to be some demons that gets drudged up. They're going to have to face feelings and thoughts that they do not, or maybe they're honestly just not quite ready to do yet. But that is something that you have to really admit to yourself. Instead of doing something for, you know, a week or a month or even a couple months and saying, you know, this just isn't working for me, you have to really acknowledge, hey, I'm not going to do this because I am not ready for this yet. And that is a perfectly okay thing to do. If you are not ready for something yet, that is okay, but you really have to acknowledge the real reason behind that. You can't just hide behind, um, you know, the fear, the self-imposed fear of what if this doesn't work, or I've tried this in the past, and you've only really tried it halfway, and you really never let yourself dive into your thoughts and your feelings to be really able to have an effective journaling practice. So let's say you're doing something else. Let's say you want to try breathing or a mindfulness technique. And what if it doesn't work? What is the worst thing that can happen here? If the worst thing that can happen here is that you are more mindful of what you are doing throughout the day and you are more aware of the choices that you are making, again, if you are feeling resistance towards these exercises, perhaps it is maybe because you do not want to face that you are consciously making these choices. Now, at a certain point, these conscious choices are just patterns that you've developed over time. But to break a pattern, the first thing that you have to do is to recognize the pattern. And again, some of you might not be ready to face that yet. And again, that is okay. However, you really need to be honest with yourself to be able to take that step forward or any step forward into finding something that will work for you. If you do not feel comfortable with recognizing your thoughts and feelings yet, or if you do not feel comfortable trying to figure out those patterns and really seeing and honestly looking at yourself and taking some responsibility for some of the choices that you make, that's okay. That is perfectly okay. You do not have to be there right now. Will you need to be there eventually? Yes. But if you were just at the start of your journey and that is the first step that you want to take, I'm not gonna lie, it's a big daunting step and you do not need to be there right now. So 
what is the worst thing that can happen? With most of the techniques that I talk about and most of the things that we will be going into, the worst thing that can happen is that you are more aware of yourself, your choices, your patterns, your feelings, and your thoughts. The worst thing that can happen is that you realize that you and only you are responsible for quite a bit of what is going on in your life for quite a bit of the pain cycle that is happening. And for some people, if you're listening to this and you feel the back of your neck stand up and you are ready to fight me and get defensive, listen, I get it. It's really hard to understand that you have control. But if you are listening to this and you are hearing me and you understand, oh my gosh, I have control and I'm responsible, that means that I can change this. And that gives you the power. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to find your pain-free path. Stop giving that power to other people, to other things, to your doctors, to your spouses, to the people that make you mad, to everything else. Stop giving that power away. Take that back. But here's the deal. The first step is really knowing yourself and really understanding how you contribute to your pain picture and your pain experience. And that is a big, scary step. But that is what I do. I will handhold you for you to be able to look into that mirror with support and empathy. Because at the end of the day, that's a hard journey for you to take on yourself. And I totally get it. But it is totally doable. You can do it. But sometimes support is helpful. So the next time you see something and you are intrigued and you are like, hmm, I really wonder if that would help me. But you stop yourself short from trying that new exercise, that new whatever it is, because you're afraid of what if it doesn't work. Next time, actually answer that question. Because a lot of you will ask that question, what if it doesn't work? And then just say, well, that's the reason why I'm not going to do it because what if it doesn't work? But what's the answer to that question? I think a lot of us have never actually thought and stopped about the answer to that question. So I hope this was a little bit of a kick in the butt episode. But also, I really hope that this episode gave you a feeling of empowerment for you to take back control of what is going on in your life. Because everybody has that control. You can do that. In fact, you are the only thing that you can control. You can't control anything else. You can't control the people around you. You can't control the weather. You can't control how other people react to you 
or how they react from you. But you can control all of those things about yourself. You can control your thoughts, your feelings, and thus your actions. But the first step to that is understanding what those are. And that's what this is all about. Think about it. Ponder about it. Um, If you are feeling a little riled up and mad right now, I want to know why. Throw me a message. If you're like, man, I really feel this and I am ready to take my power back. Oh, that is amazing. Throw me some love. I want to hear how this resonated with you. If you are new to this and this is your first podcast you've ever heard me, um, heard from me, um, thank you for sitting through it. But also you can check out more at painreliefpath.com and um, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Dr. Panzang. All right, guys, I will see y'all next week. And I really hope that you are able to take this information and run with it. Okay. Bye.